Cancer Life with Brent and Jeff. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Thank you for listening this evening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. I hope we live up to the hype of the introduction. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we are here for another two hours um, of more antics and fun and um, a topic and uh, all some great other stuff. <laughs> awesome. Probably. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Great other stuff. I like to call what we do here. Holy shenanigans. <laughs> Because it's shenanigans, but there's a, a set apart. Spin. Yeah, it's set apart <laughs> for Christ's glory. Set apart every nine to eleven on Saturday or Sunday night <laughs> on the Hope FM Radio Network. That's right, the best radio show <laughs> to ever air from nine to eleven on Hope FM. That's right. <laughs> hey, that is true. That's a true statement. It is truer than true. But um, anyway, in all seriousness, we have another great topic for you tonight. Hopefully, you think it's great because I know we always think our topics are great. Uh, because we believe they're from the Lord, but this one especially, when I am weak, then I am strong. Because we can all relate, is that the weakness that we feel, and the, you know, the fact that we are mere men, that we are but flesh, um, you know, it's it's something that rings true every time we look in the mirror and see our, you know, dark circles under our eyes and our another gray hair. <laughs> this, this topic, yet another example of how the kingdom of God is the opposite of how the earth works. You know, you're strong when you're weak. You know, and you know that that seems to be the way it always is. It's always counterintuitive with the Lord because it's nothing like the way the earth works. Yeah, you're rich when you have nothing, or right. when you give up everything. You're, that's what makes you rich. And uh, that's right. So it, hopefully, in our when you're case, persecuted, yeah. <laughs> all those different things. Hopefully, in our case, you're funny when you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of God makes us funny because <laughs> we're you're not thin when you're fat. <laughs> no, that's you're hairy when you're bald. Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hairy on your back. <laughs> different oh. places anyway yeah, um, we, we, we climbed out and then we fell right back into the pit yeah if you want to and you're sitting comfortably and you can pull out your bible why don't you turn to isaiah 40 and also you can put your finger in there and put uh you know go to second corinthians chapter 12 and we'll be there for some of the night we got lots of great verses for you, got you two other fingers so why don't you turn to hebrews 11 <laughs> and first corinthians 1 yeah do it all, all right you got four Ready? fingers don't you go do it <laughs> So uh, anyway, when I am weak, then I am strong. We're talking about our inadequacy and God's ability to be sufficient for us, uh, which is a great topic. Hopefully it speaks to you. Jeff, we're talking about when I am weak, then I am strong. And um, we've got this cool passage in Isaiah. um, And it's cool. It says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary his understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. And even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Ah, uh, eagles. Yes. And they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I love it because he says, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. He doesn't faint. He doesn't grow weary. And... We, you know, a lot of times we we think that God's kind of like taking a break. It's not like when he created and rested on the seventh day that he was just like pooped. And he was like, whew, per- per- perspiring there on his holy face and stuff. Like it wasn't like <laughs> we think of God in human terms a lot well, because that's how we are. You yeah. know, like we'll probably get tired every once in a while. But God never faints or is weary. He's never weary of us either. That's a great encouragement. We talked about that last week, actually. How God never wearies of us, and it's never like, oh, here we go again. Um, but the fact that He actually holds us up, He gives us the strength. You know, when we're running and we're exhausted, 
you know, he's not going to allow us to fall. And when we're walking, we're not going to faint. So that's uh, what we're going to be talking about tonight. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Paul and a little about from the New Testament as well as the Old. We like to, you know, do the whole counsel of God here on the altar life. So <laughs> we're hitting back the OT and the NT and not TNT. So <laughs> so strength. What kind of strength do we do we want in our lives? You know, we have a lot of, you know, we, we need strength a lot, you know. And we're not just talking about like, oh, I'm tired and I need, you know, some energy. Because then you can just go, get a, go to Starbucks and get a cappuccino and get a caffeine buzz and feel a little bit stronger. <laughs> it's not about that. I mean, there's so much more to strength and power in the Bible than just, you know, having muscles and being able to lift pianos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's more than that. It's actually not only just physical strength, that's important, um, but it's also talking about spiritual strength and being able to stand um, in the tide of this culture and to be able to stand against the enemy. And um, the Lord is able to keep us strong in those arenas. And, um, that's what we're going to be diving into this evening um, because we are weak and we need his strength. The topic tonight, when I am weak, then I am strong, taken from 2 Corinthians when Paul is talking about his conversation that he had with the Lord over the thorn in his flesh, which is always an interesting topic. Jeff, why don't you read that verse? Okay. You <laughs> twisted my talking arm. About it. <laughs> it says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength, notice, <laughs> is made perfect in weakness. Notice. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That's crazy. He's ra- He'd rather be all cheery and, and boast that he struggles and has all these imperfections so that the power of Christ could rest upon him. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities. Hold up. <laughs> in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses. He's taking pleasure in all these things. That's crazy. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm, there's the topic. Paul's right got a great perspective on it because he realizes that the lower we are, the more God comes down to us and makes us, you know, he bridges the gap. So it's like God gets even closer and there's more of him to fill the cup. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of like that whole thing with um, John the Baptist, you know, like where he says, Lord, I want to decrease so that you can increase. It's that kingdom concept you know it's like less of me so that there could be more of you and um our power just fit just fails it's just pales in comparison to what christ can give yeah look at the world that we're in it's all about like the strength you know and you know obnoxious just do it because you have the strength and if you believe it you can do anything it's like no i can do nothing the bible says (laughs) without christ and it says but i can do all things through Christ. Christ. So it's like a total, it's a total, I was the counterintuitive. <laughs> As Brent, I don't even know what that means, but I let Brent say it and I just <laughs> smile and nod. But <laughs> it's total opposite with the, with the word when it comes, um, you know, to the word versus the world, I guess you would say. Um, Free candy bar to anyone who can spell counterintuitive. Ready? Go. <laughs> Not spell backwards. Email us. Go. <laughs> now we'll remove every other letter. <laughs> Pronounce it. <laughs> I'm too weak to spell it. I can't do it. E-I-N-G-O. I need some grace. I need some grace. Um, I don't but, know what I was saying. You know what? Christ, Christ's power through us is able to change the world. You know, our power through us is able to change our shirt when it's dirty. That's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It. It's it's We just pale. Our yeah. strength pales in comparison to what God can do actually do in us and through us with his strength and his power. So... Um, kind of the, this topic 
I didn't think of it, but it kind of ties in with what we talked about last week. Uh, there's a verse in Jeremiah, mm-hmm. just like last week. If you want to hear it, go on our website. You'll hear that whole show. Uh, anyway, yeah, the Lord says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. And it kind of ties in the fact that like, if you are relying on your own strength, then that is making your heart depart from the Lord because you're not relying on him. Just like when he said, they're forsaking me, the fountain of living waters, and making for themselves. They're relying on themselves to provide the water for them. For them, And it's it's kind of cool how it ties together. But he says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. That is the direction we need to be in. Less of me, more of him. We are weak. And it's not a bad thing to be weak in the kingdom of God. It's a good thing because God is strong. And, um, you know, the B-I-B-L-E tells us so. <laughs> when we they are weak but he is strong anyway. yes yes with the sign you know nodding <laughs> of the fist which is yes in sign language we all know that yeah. you know that from sunday school carrying on with our topic about um the fact that jesus god can be strong on our behalf when we are weak and um you know he always encourages us to admit our weaknesses um and, and confess our weaknesses to the lord and be real with god um, so that he can come in and actually be strong in its place. <laughs> and um, it, I find that it's interesting, you know, in my own Christian walk, the things that the Lord has chose to use about me um, and about my life have been things that I don't naturally, I'm not naturally good at. You know, he uses the things that I really need for spiritual purposes. He uses the things that I'm not good at. Um, and he gives me the good, the strength and the ability um, as an example, talking on the radio. <laughs> it's like I don't have some you know, amazing ability to sit here and do this and do this week in and week out. But um, God has given the opportunity and he gives Jeff and I the strength to actually do this show. And I think um, then it can be used. It's useful in the yeah. kingdom. And it's not just something we do like as a pet project. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's cool because it comes, you know, we have faith in the fact that God is going to make us, you know, kind of to make us enough, I guess. Like he's sufficient. And uh, we went through our faith series a while back. We talked about in Hebrews 11, which should be one of the places where you have your finger stuck in the Bible, uh, where it talks about all these different people and by their faith, what they were able to do. It says, quench the fire of violence, escape the edge of the sword. And right in the middle of it, out of nowhere, it says, out of weakness were made strong because of their faith. And that's what we need to cling to. I mean, the fact that God is going to do that as long as we boast. And, and Paul says, I'm going to boast in my weakness. That's not the way of the world. Um, we got to talk about this for another hour, so stay tuned. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Barlow Girl on my own. Before that, you heard the turning out of my hands. We've got a whole nother hour in store of music and fun and antics and um holy shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) holy shenanigans and this is the altar the altar life of course and you know that but it's also the unbelievable segment yes unbelievable and this you know we're talking about being strong and weak you know and we we like to poke fun at different you know cultural things that a lot of times our our unbelievable kind of takes form of our topic that's right other times it's just completely out of left field but sometimes it just it fits so perfectly, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So sometimes it's good just to be weak in general, and that's why Jeff and I don't go to the gym. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I have sometimes. a gym membership. Yeah, I do too. Um, but I would be lying if I took if I said I took full advantage of it. <laughs> Once every two weeks probably isn't doing any good for my physique. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I often yeah. pronou- mis- 
mistake the word fatigue for physique. Yeah, you, you know, the gym is hilarious thing. It's like this weird subculture in the United States, you know. Um, you know, I always walk in, and I'm like Jeff. Like, I have a gym membership, and I've had it for years and years, and um, you know, I don't really go. Um, <laughs> but when I have gone, and, you know, there's people that just live there. Yeah. Like, they might as well just set up a tent in the corner, you know, and just, you know, wake up and just walk out of their tent. And, you know, and they, they don't work out that much when they're there. They're just yeah. sitting there, like, hanging around the machines. Chatting it up. Chatting it up with the people there, you know. Every now and then, they'll bench press at a 10, you know. Yeah, and, and they're usually, like, <laughs> they don't need to be at the gym. Like, no. a lot of times, it's the people that are that spend the most time are the ones that are, like, the most in shape, obviously. That makes sense. But yeah. you see those guys, they just, like, stand around. I saw one guy, and I was like... Is it even like he was wearing this shirt, but it was just like a tank top that was so stretched out that it was like hanging down to his knees? And I'm like, and he's just like ripped in like veins everywhere. And I'm like, does he even need to be wearing that shirt? <laughs> like, it's like almost like pointless. It's like putting like a couple pieces of thread over your shoulders and be like, all right, I'm ready for the day. It was like so, he was so proud of his like right. strength that he had. And then there's the opposite people who just come just to check the box that I'm a part of this social culture. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I come and I'll do my 20 minutes of cardio and I'll say, they have their now gene bile. Yeah. They have, <laughs> and then they get their protein shake because they think in drinking this shake that it's going to make them lose weight without actually exerting themselves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they feel good that they use their gym membership and then they go home and they get the discount on their health insurance because they, they checked it off 120 times in the 365 day year you know how it is and that's what we do a lot of times is that we're like i want to be strong in the lord but i want to like just do it because that's the thing it's not like we allow god to be our strength and these people i mean I, i'm sure people look at me and they're like oh what's this guy kid is this guy kidding himself like he should just quit now because he's never gonna like amount to anything but that's okay because I'm allowing God to bench press for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Spiritualizing the gym. That's yeah. right. <laughs> dum, dum, so drink your protein drinks and stay tuned to The Altar Life with Brett and Jeff. That song was Grace Is Enough, and um, it definitely is enough for us. You know, we we don't need more than God's grace and his strength and power in our lives. And, you know, anything we add to the mix, you know, will actually take away the ability of Christ to provide that power and that strength for us because... You know, he's not going to battle. He's not going to battle us. You know, he's not going to arm wrestle us. Like, I want to be stronger for me or you be stronger for me. He's not going to say, fine, if you want to take it, take it. But it's not going to be as good. I almost feel like we're like those people that when you're moving and you have like the people on each end of the couch and then there's that person in the middle that's just like got their hands under it. And they're like, I got it. I got it. And we're like, we just like let go. We got it. Like, and then you're like, okay. And they just stand and watch and they're like, yeah. uh, a little bit higher, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Back like, seat guys. That's us. <laughs> that's us. They like Two touch it with one finger and they're, they're contributing to the move. <laughs> that's me usually. That's why nobody asked me to help them move. As I was saying before that song so rudely interrupted me, like I usually say, um, a lot of times we try to get our hands in the mix. And Brent actually was the one who brought this up. And I just elaborated a little bit with a crazy story. But we like to get our hands in there, and we're like, it's like when little kids come around, and they're like, oh, I want to help, I want to help. And we actually mess things, they actually mess things up worse. But, you know, God's like, okay, yeah, (laughs) we'll let you help a little bit. But really, God does all the work. And, you know, the world, it puts such an emphasis on, you know, being established, you know, establish yourself and go out and do it and and do it on your own and be a, you know, be a a revolution. Um, And, you know, all these things that they want you to go out and do, do, do. And then what happens is we Christians look at that and are like, well, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not really accomplishing anything and I'm just like weak. And it almost makes us look down on the fact that God calls us to be humble and weak. 
But the main reason God calls us to that is because he gets the glory out of it. And we were talking about it during the songs, and we mentioned at the beginning of the show, 1 Corinthians actually talks about this in depth. And it's that verse when it says that like God calls things that are not as though they were. And he loves to take the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. Like God loves to take us that are weak. Because the reason behind that is that he actually says, so that no flesh can glory in his presence. None of us can say, God, look what I did. Never. Those words should never be on our lips because God is the one who actually does the work. In fact, that's how Paul lived his life. Paul lived his life in such a way um, where he was saying, he said it all the time, I don't boast in myself. I boast in the Christ. You know, know, because Paul, before he was um, converted, he was a very boastful, prideful man, and he prided himself in and himself. Look what I did. You know, look what I did for my cause. And, um, you know, once he got converted, then he realized that he was weak and that God needed to be the one that was strong. And he wanted to boast in Christ and what Christ did. And, you know, Jeff hit it right there on the head in the in that First Corinthians verse. It says, no flesh should glory in his presence. See, God's whole plan is that he gets the glory. Um, he's never going to let human or flesh should take any hold of any of the glory if it came to spiritual things because it doesn't we're not capable of it in and of in and of ourselves but um, as vessels of Christ God allows us to be used and um, it's all it's really only the power that he has through us um, that makes anything effective for the kingdom and um, you know that's a pretty it's a humbling thing because we want to be ambitious and we want to put our hands in and say look what I did for God yeah um but really, at the end of the day, as a mature believer, if you really did something for God, it's looking back on, wow, look what God did. And that's really the difference. Um, and there's so many Christians that are out there trying to, you know, puff and puff and blow the world down for Christ and in their own strength. And it just smells like flesh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it smells like the gym. <laughs> yeah, it does. The gym doesn't smell good. Um, so it's cool that he says, I'm going to boast in my infirmities. Like, I'm bad and I'm, I'm, I know it, to quote Michael Jackson. Um, just to put it in perspective, a lot of times the world looks so attractive because everybody's out doing things in their own strength. But when's that, what ends up happening is that they go and fail. You know, the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ, but it also says that without Christ, I can do nothing. So that's the perspective we need to have because God says through Paul that the weakness of God is still stronger than men, even if God was weak, which he's not. He's still stronger than any man or any, you know, Mr. Universe or <laughs> any Arnold Schwarzenegger out there. Or any guy named Biff. <laughs> or Bruno. <laughs> but, uh, you no know, offense, Biff or Bruno. If you're going out there and you're attempting to do stuff, God's not going to give you glory because he says no flesh is going to glory in his presence. Let's let God do the work and, and give him the glory for it because he deserves it. To that last song, I was actually thinking about uh, Isaiah and Isaiah 40, that little passage. And one thing that kind of struck out to me at the end of that passage where it says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Um, you know, we were just talking about just being amped up and trying to do things for Christ and in our own, in, in and of our own strength. Um, but I find it interesting that even when Christ left the disciples on the earth to evangelize the earth, um, he said, go. The first thing he had them do was to go to the upper room and wait and wait for his spirit to come and to fill them up and empower them so they could go out and, and impact the world for him. Um, and there's an important concept there about waiting on the Lord. And the fact that we wait on the Lord, the Lord will renew our strength. Um, because a lot of times that's the hardest thing to do. We want to jump in and we want to go full force and we want to you know, huff and puff and blow the, blow the house down, so to speak. But God says, wait. God says, take a step back. Let's wait. Let's rest. 
Let's wait on me. Let me fill you up with my strength. And then he sends us out into the world. And, um, you know, that's a hard thing sometimes for us as Christians to kind of grasp. But at the same time, um, it takes the pressure off of us. You know, we get to just sit and wait and let the Lord guide us and direct us into those amazing things that he wants to do in us. And um, I think that's an interesting part of Isaiah 40 and this whole concept of when I am weak. Yeah, don't be discouraged if you've never accomplished anything. Yeah. Because that's great, because now God can use you. <laughs> like, that's right. You should be happy. You're like, man, I am I have nothing to offer God. Good. That's where you want to be yeah. in a lot of ways. God's not going to take, like, he even says it, you know, we talked about it already, but he's not going to use, you know, he doesn't call many that are mighty, he says, and he doesn't cause, you know, many that are wise according to flesh to be used, he says, but the foolish things of the world he uses to put to shame the things that are wise and the weak things to put this, you know, put to nothing the things that are mighty, I'm paraphrasing. Um, you know, in my own strength, I'm not able to, to quote the scriptures, <laughs> but uh, we have to have that mindset that we're not sufficient because God is sufficient. And um, the more that we realize that about ourselves, the better place uh, we are to be used by God, because God's not going to use, you know, I keep harping on it, but God's not going to use the strong, the people that have a lot. Like Brent said earlier, he calls people that have like no gifts in a certain area and sends them to that area. Like he's not like... Okay, well, you're a great speaker, so why don't you become an evangelist? You know what happened? Moses is like, wait a minute, I can't go and do this because I'm slow of speech and slow of tongue. And he's like, well, I'm going to speak for you, and uh, I'll send Aaron, your brother, to help you out. Like, God doesn't care about our excuses for why we can't do things because he's like, I'm going to do it. You just yeah. are my tool to go and do it. So um, that's what I, I want to be God's tool because... <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> That's right. And God created us weak. I mean, he didn't make a mistake. He created us with those weaknesses, yeah. so he knew how he wanted to be strong in us. It all makes sense. That was undefeated by audio adrenaline. And the best part about it is when it's done in God's strength, it's going to succeed. What was it? God's calling done God's way never lacks God's, God's supply. That's right. I forget. Hudson Taylor said that, I think. Someone just said that to me. That's why I was on the tip of my tongue. Um but that is so true because if you're if God's going to call you to something and you're like, well, I'm weak. If you do it God's way, he's going to give you everything you need to succeed because then he gets the glory because it's like, man, look at look at what I did. Like it wasn't me at all. Yep. You know what I mean? That's why it's so exciting uh, to be weak. I'm like, weak. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we were created. That, I yeah. mean, we were created to give God glory. So if we're doing anything and that's not happening and um, we're trying to do something for the Lord, and that's not happening, then we're not doing what we've been created to do. And we're not following God's plan for our lives. And um, So that's the application tonight. Stay in the weak place that you are, admit your weaknesses, and let God shine through you. So I've had a lot of fun tonight. How about you? I have. All right. Well, until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Period. Period.